The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. So hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. Today we have another intuitive reading and I'm excited about this one because when this person reached out to get a reading, I realized that all of the readings that we have done on the show have been with humans in female bodies. So I'm excited to have some testosterone to the mix and to have a male person come for a reading today. And so our guest today is Daryl and uh, Daryl, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you for coming. And and not to make you feel like our token male. I know we have many male listeners. And I realized when you commented that it's just it's something that hadn't happened yet, surprisingly enough. So I'm excited to have you here. And tell me, what would you like guidance on today? Boy, I could go through a list, but I'll narrow it down to kind of a major one that is still very broad. I completed this past year a 20-year quest to bring about a book that um, originated out of a very difficult, challenging time 20 years ago. And, you know, the, the book has a lot of meaning. And of course, over 20 years, I've put a lot of energy and maybe even fantasy into, you know, what would happen with it, where it would go, and probably neglected uh, a lot of business building in other areas where there's already things established. And so as I go into the new year, I have invested uh, myself time-wise and uh, energy-wise and financially into building up that other business that probably I kind of thought I might leave behind. And yet it's really the uh, foundation of what supports me uh, right now. And so uh, I guess the question is, you know, there's a little bit of a feeling of letting go of the the dream, uh, letting go of everything I built around that particular project, and a little bit of like, hmm, now I really should, you know, for the sake of, you know, for the sake of getting back on track and building my business and finances again, really, you know, go this other direction. And you know, there's no reason it can't blend into the other. But I guess uh, so that's just what I'm looking at is uh, I hope I'm not selling out uh, by kind of pointing and building that other direction right now. And at the same time, would like to just know that like the Wicked Witch, of the, not the Wicked Witch, I think it's uh, the Good Witch says all in good time. I guess that was the Wicked Witch. That was the Wicked Witch, but it is universal. And Glinda might have said it, too. 
right, right, right. I love that. All right. I'm going to tune into your energy now, my friend, and see what wants to come through. And I'll tell you as well that my read as you started to talk is probably some of the different questions that you have, you know, when you were trying to sort of narrow it down, maybe some different areas of life that all seem like they're different questions. I get the sense that a lot of the different areas in which you are stretching, growing, developing, questioning, and maybe to a certain extent, you know, perceiving like you're struggling or a little uncomfortable, they're all related. They're all related. It's all direction upon a similar theme, if that makes sense. So we we might hit on more than one. Got it. Okay. Just so you know. But I'm going to tune into the question that you posed. First of all, I feel that the book is done. What you needed to do was done. A chapter is closed. Something can now be released and let go. And so it's important that you prepare to do that. And I mean this more energetically than necessarily like I could see you, for example, I don't know what the book's about and you don't have to tell me, but I could see you going back at some point, taking that book and like creating a workbook, right? So this is the story of what I learned and what I want to share. And this is the workbook about, you know, here's some steps that you can take. So I don't know if if this is a book that lends itself to that, but that, that was, yeah. yeah. So, so it's not that the whole project is done, but the book itself and the way that you have framed that past 20 years, whatever happened and whatever happened since and the growth and journey that you've been on, the guides want you to know it's over. And it's almost like you have to release that. You have to let it go so that you can then come back to it from a fresh perspective. Mm. Sometimes what we do with the past and with our growth and learning is we stretch it. So you stretched it, right? And over the time of stretching from that first place of discomfort or whatever happened, but that's how they're explaining it to now, it's like you stretched it out, you stretched it out, you stretched it out, you stretched it out. When you let go, it's going to like fly back and but that's what it's supposed to do because you have to stop stretching it because as you're stretching it, you're creating momentum with respect to that event and that event is done. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's about letting it go. It's about getting out of the way because it, there might be a big snap when you when you like let go of it and then letting whatever wants to be be like it could be an explosion. It could be a lot of things, not bad things, only good. But you need to step out of it so that you can come back to that time in your life, to the project, to the book, to everything with the perspective and the energy that you are at now, which is entirely different than the person that experienced the event or events that caused you to write the book. But it's also completely different from the person that wrote the book, produced the book, created the book, tried to sell the book. Do you understand like all of that energy is behind you now and you need to let it go? Does that make sense? Yeah, makes total sense. I actually realized after the book came out that it was like, oh, now there's a, a living into and becoming what I wrote about versus whatever it took me to actually write it and publish it. I love that. Yeah. Exactly. So let the book go. Let it do what it's going to do. You might come back to it. It's going to do what it's going to do. It's it's created. It's done. And any value that can still be gained from revisiting that has to be revisited from a fresh perspective, which means you have to let it go, which is exactly what you just said. Got it. Now, your second question is, all right, I want to get back to making money and doing like, you know, the old thing that I used to do. You actually like that thing, correct? I do. It's gotten over the years, I've done it so long, it's gotten a little rote. But what I have seen, at least over the last few years, is that I can upgrade it and I can 
make it into something beyond what it's been for the and that excites me that excites yeah. maybe even getting other people involved in it excites me you have an energy kind of when you talk about it not there but when you when i first suggested it you have an energy of i am a powerful creator i know how to make things that work i know how to make money i know how to string things together is that accurate i don't know Oh, okay. I like the sound. I like the sound <laughs> of you saying that, but I think the last several years or whatever have, you know, given me a little bit of uh, maybe a little shred of doubt around that. So, All right. Was there a time when you felt that way? Yes, there was. So what you're wanting to do now is reconnect with that. That's all. And remember, oh, maybe you don't know this, so I'll try to spell it out. Once you've created something, right, whatever it is, even if you lose that thing, you don't really lose it. And you don't really lose the ability to create it again because what we create in the external world is kind of illusory. But the energy that went into achieving it once means you can do it again. It's easy. As Abraham Hicks would say, it's already in your vortex. Okay? And so you've already created that. And what you're wanting to do is tap back into that energy. Imagine that you have like this well of ink, right? And it's just been sitting there for a long time. And and you've been kind of like, using it to, you know, do like various little scribbles and scrabbles, but you haven't really like tapped into it very much recently. And maybe you've even been getting your ink from somewhere else. Now it's time to kind of go back there, retap into that energy, reconnect with that energy, because I think what you'd like to do is feel that flow again, feel that flow of creation. And, you know, I feel that the book project as great as it was, there was a heaviness to it. There was, uh, it's like you were running a marathon and you just had to finish the damn thing and you were tired and you were cold and your feet hurt and your legs cramped, but you weren't going to quit. Very true. Yeah. And that's fine because you really wanted to do it, but it wasn't probably, you know, you were a little hungry, you were a little thirsty. <laughs> like, you know, now it's time to replenish. It's time to replenish and recognize too that that endurance race is not always where we create from. It's not that it was wasted. It was something that you really wanted to do, but now you need to replenish. You need to refill. You need to get out of that energy, reconnect. And then again, that will help you get to a higher plateau where you'll kind of be able to go back and see what to do with all the pieces and the parts. Got it. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. It'll also get you out of that energy because I think you've been responding to that initial event throughout that entire 20-year journey. And so we want to get you out of that energy. We want to let you know that's done. That's done. You've done what you needed to do. You've processed it. You've written about it. You've learned from it. And now we're releasing it. We're letting it go. We're refilling the tank and we're reconnecting with our power and our sense of self-efficacy and our sense of creativity and our sense of joy and our sense of fun and, and also just the things that are familiar and easy for you. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's a very uh, a hopeful uh, energy to my question. So, yeah. Good deal. So I want to kind of tune back in with respect to both pieces. I feel that the book is going to take on a life of its own. And again, you may revisit it. You may create other products. You may even do some coaching at some point around it with the tools, the skills. It's just that you you haven't fully recovered yet. Part of the recovery process is connecting that with your skill set. It's like that almost represents, this is me being vulnerable. This is me being unpacked. This is me being real and raw, which is fine. Now I want it to connect with you being strong, you being powerful, you being a creator, you being happy, which you've also had in your lifetime, correct? Yes. And so it's the yin and the yang wanting to play together a little bit in a little more balanced way. 
Okay. Yeah. And the guides are reminding me again of the marathon. There's no reason not to run a marathon. Running a marathon is really cool. What a great accomplishment. You'll always have that and you'll have, you know, a lot to share about that. And, you know, you did really well too. So yay. Uh, But now you need to replenish. You just absolutely need to replenish. And you also need to, they're saying that the tools and the skills and the strategies that it takes to run a marathon are completely different than the ones it takes to thrive and survive in everyday life. Right. And if you look at, if you run that marathon for too long, you're going to have, you know, you're not going to run a marathon for like 10 years, right? At a certain point, you're going to collapse and 911. And so you're not going to have that issue. But again, you're already recognizing it's time to put that aside and move on and replenish and do something else. And they say to retap into the places where abundance has always flowed for you so that you can kind of open those taps again in an easy way. And kind of re-establish your connection with the divine flow. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. And you had certain connections with the divine flow through writing that book, through what you did. It's not like it was shut off. It's just that you didn't make money doing it, correct? Yes, that's true. It's flowed in a lot of beautiful ways, just not monetarily. Oh, absolutely. Got my wife from it. I got, you know, things, you know, that have no price from it. So that's huge. And I want to put that out there for listeners too, Daryl, because so often our brain puts a particular price tag or value on like what's success or failure. And I'm so glad that you recognize that this journey has brought so much into your life, even if it hasn't put dollars in the bank. Yeah. Because that isn't always the point. And we don't know where the dollars are supposed to come from. It doesn't really matter. If you write a masterpiece and then you win the lottery so that you can enjoy your life on a cruise ship and read your own book, like, does it really matter? (laughs) Right? It doesn't. All your needs are being met, you know? And if five people read that book and love it, you're going to be more than five. But is that bad? No, only because our brain says it is. So I love that you're really appreciating and I want to flesh this out even more for listeners and maybe even for you. You're appreciating just all the gifts that the enterprise has given you. And again, the letting go is letting go of the outcome, letting go of the idea that it has to do anything other than what it's already done for you. It's helped you process the past. It's helped you, you said, meet your wife. That's kind of significant. And you know, there's many more things that you're not even telling me and ways in which you've grown and your life has flowed and connections have been made and you have not even begun to fully experience or cultivate the fruits of this particular labor. It's just that you need to take a step back now so that it can settle in and you can come back at it with a fresh perspective and also Again, I know I've said this before, but it bears saying again, connecting it with ways in which you've already been accomplished, ways in which you've already experienced abundance, flow, being functional in the world. Like there's two parts of yourself that really want to connect now in a really loving and beautiful and divine way. And I think as that starts to happen and you also just relax too, joy, flow, 
ease. You are calling for that. Everything will come together quite magically and quite beautifully. I have no question about that. And I keep seeing coaching. Do you do coaching or teaching or some way around this? I do. Yeah. I do coaching in the original way before the book came along. And then I was going to build coaching and kind of build everything around, you know, the subject matter of the book. And that hasn't really taken off. And and therefore, that's where there was a feeling or a thought that, oh, you know, wow, I invested 20 years in this and and I'm not doing anything with it, you know, something like that. Ah, oh, I love that question. And I'm so glad that coaching is your thing because that's what I see you doing. And listeners can't see my face when he was talking and I was doing little cheers. Yes, perfect. Go back to what you were doing before and just trust that all of this has been your own internal work. It's all being done. It needed to be done. You did not a thing wrong. This was exactly how much time and effort and perspective and everything that it took you to do your own internal work. And bravo to you for allowing yourself to do that, to take the time off, the steps that you took, the also, you know, releasing your hands from the business aspect of your business to some extent is also a powerful step because there's probably a time in your life when you never would have done that and taking that leap and kind of releasing your hands from the grip of having to make money every minute, I think has also been a growth for you. And it'll also increase rather than decrease your abundance overall. Does that make sense? Well, it's very hopeful. I love the... (laughs) Okay. You're not buying it, but you're willing to consider it. I'll take it. Yeah. No, really, because when we are clinging, we are actually getting in the way of receiving. And you might receive something, But you can receive more oftentimes when you just relax and you really receive more joyfully when you're able to relax in more alignment with what your soul came here to do. Mm. Okay. Now you are someone who I read is very serious. You have a lot of integrity. You want to do a good job and you you have, I believe, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, a little bit of that good boy complex. Like you want someone to say, good job, (laughs) good boy, good job. Nailed. Yeah. And maybe maybe you didn't get that growing up, you know, because many of us didn't. And then it, you know, if we don't get it right out of the bat, then, you know, sometimes we don't get it from lots of places. I get that you actually have gotten it in a lot of places and you've probably gotten very good at figuring out what you need to do to get it. Sometimes is it a detriment to being yourself? Mm, Yeah. Very insightful. And there's two solutions to that or to not that that's a problem, but two ways that I think can take you forward from that place. And I think this is actually the crux of why you have taken the steps that you've taken to one, spend 20 years doing something that maybe wasn't aligned and was a little raw and was a little rough and maybe wasn't even something that people were like, good job. Some people might've been, but I feel like there are definitely people in your life that would not cheer along that project, correct? Right, right. (laughs) And so it was very brave of you to undertake it and very vulnerable. And I want to support you in that. And I want to acknowledge you in that. And I hope that you do that for yourself. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. But again, our best cheerleader is always ourselves. So really the person that you most need to hear good boy, good job from is who? Mm, Moi. Yeah. And so make sure that you're learning to do that a lot. A lot of hugs for yourself, a lot of self-acknowledgement, a lot of distancing from that voice that isn't super kind. It's it's there. You've done so much of it through this book. You're in really good shape. And I know that's what you're going to teach people is how not to become a slave to the unkind voice in your mind. I feel that's a big part of your teaching, if I am correct. So you're right on track. And your thing to remember, too, is a lot of cheerleading for yourself. 
a lot of kindness for yourself, a lot of positivity for yourself. Because again, the person that we actually most want to hear good job from and get love from and acknowledgement from is ourselves. It really is. And that when we can give that to ourselves, it is so much easier to receive that from others. And then they just, they climb out of the woodwork and they're ready to give it to us. And I can already see that you have those cheerleaders in your life. So that means a big chunk of yourself already knows this because you've attracted them in. So that is great and bravo. And some of it obviously has come through the book and some of it you've had all along. But the way to sort of heal what's still hurting is when you feel it, just give yourself a lot of love, a lot of kudos, and a lot of good boys. You need a lot of good job, good boy. You got this. Okay. Yeah. And that is that is your job for the first quarter of 2023. And I feel that, you know, the success you've had in other quarters is a great place to kind of dip back in because it's a natural flow for you. The other thing that's coming through is the other kind of coaching that you did, you know, was just it's just more accessible to people, right? Like there's a lot of things that I love to teach. And, you know, I attract in people for all sorts of things. And I love that. Uh, but there are certain things that I teach that people like better. They just like them better. Sometimes I joke I should pander more and just call every episode, you know, spirit guides. And then, you know, my podcast would probably be like, you know, number one, because if I put spirit guides in the title, my downloads increase exponentially. And I love my guides and I love talking about spirit guides. So it's all good, right? But certain things will get people's attention more than others. And that's okay. That's okay. And so if you have certain pipelines that for you naturally drive the business towards you, it's it's okay to exploit them. And it's not even really exploiting them because what you're doing is you're, you're taking what's naturally flowing towards you. And then from there, you can take people anywhere. You can take people anywhere. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So it's not an either or, it's a both. Yeah. That was one of the realizations I had just a week, a week and a half ago, whenever I was putting myself really energetically and like I said, financially and everything into focusing on rebuilding and and blowing up the original focus of, of my work was that there's nothing saying that I can't blend in this other aspect. It's kind of like, you know, what you're saying to a great degree is marketing is sell them what they want, give them what they need, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But also, look, you have a personality, you have a brand, you have what's been working for you for lots of years. And it's okay to draw on that. You know, that can be your special sauce for the outside world, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's all you have to serve. Got it. Okay. Yeah. But I also think that it's almost like two people have done these two different things. And the side of yourself that did this other thing was just more comfortable, more confident in your capabilities. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, my original work for many, many years is something I could almost do in my sleep. And uh, that's, I guess, why it got a little boring. But at the same time, as I said, I can rehab that and remodel that now in a new way. But yet the confidence in knowing that it produces the results and it, it helps people and it is phenomenal is absolutely there. There hasn't been any traction or experience yet of doing that with the new thing based on the book. But but like we've been talking about, it's like there's nothing saying I can't be building that in and all in good time that that will yes. flesh itself out, as you've said, as I let go of an immediate result coming from it. Yes, exactly. Well said and well understood. And I think too, 
that it will just get the energy flowing again. As you start to do that, as it starts to feel easy, as it starts to, you know, get some traction, it'll kind of get the energy flowing again. And as that energy flows, other things can flow with it, right? And the other thing might just naturally kind of get going again as you take a step back from it. But the only thing that I want to tune into now is talk to me about the money. Talk to me about the money because just something's coming up around that. The flow of the money and where you're putting the money is really important because I know that there is an adage that you have to make money to have money or spend money to earn money. I don't know what that adage is. Maybe spend money to make money. Spend money to make money. There you go. Right. Yeah. And and that can be true to a certain extent. Right. But we want to spend it purposefully. And we also don't want to spend it from a place of, ah, there feels like there's a little bit of energy in your space, my friend, of like... The spending the money is punishment for not doing something right. Hmm. Like I let something go and now I have to like spend all this money to do this, to do that. I don't know if that resonates, but if it does, I would love to disavow you of that belief and, and shift that a little bit. Because again, you know, that's from your programming. That's from your childhood. You haven't done anything wrong. You've only done everything right or most things right. We're human and all of that. But this is definitely not a punishment or a penance. It's more like... Where is it fun to direct my energy and attention right now? Like, that's the way I would go about it. Where is it fun to direct my energy and attention right now? So it's not like, you know, I just, I had this whole business and I, you know, I just let the boat go to heck because I wasn't using that one. And now I got to refurbish the boat. It's more like, oh, wow, I forgot I had that boat. And what am I going to do with it? And uh, let's let's play there for a while. And also the guides say that will help you recognize you don't have to spend as much as you think. They just are letting me tell you that you don't need to spend as much as you think. And part of it is this energy of like that you drop the ball somewhere and you have to like, does that make sense? It does. I mean, in the sense, yes, that I was not focused for many years on the active, call it promotion, advertising or whatever to bring business. I was more on the reactive side of business coming in to that right. business. And so now, you know, given that I actually have the consciousness to wake up, the book's done, I've gone through my post-publishing, I won't call it depression, but my post-publishing decompression. And now what there is that I see that, oh, wow, you know, there's really got to be an active taking on of reaching out because I'm very clear that what I do is phenomenal. It's made phenomenal difference for people. And yet, if people don't know about it, they don't know about it. Absolutely. And so it's cutting through the noise, creative ways to cut through the noise and make sure that the people that are out there that could use it, at least hear about it. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Not telling you not to do that. Just do it with the energy of, you know, I'm now directing my energy and attention in a different place. So think about your abundance, your money, your attention, all of that is like one flow and you're just directing it to a different direction for a while to kind of, you know, re-energize that pipeline. Okay. Yeah. And it feels like that's more of a platform. You know, it's an income stream, but it's also a platform. And the last thing the guides want to say for sure before we start to wrap up is they want you to know you've already created it. It's already there. It's going to change. It's going to morph. It's going to grow. It's going to be like different. Like you said, you want to energize it. You want to change it. You know more now. You want to keep it interesting and exciting for you. Do all of that, my friend. It's ready for you to do that. 
but also recognize it's sort of like that old boat in the marina. It's fine. It's, you know, you haven't used it in a while. So when you haven't used something in a while, you know, you need to go back in there and, you know, clean out the cobwebs and paint it. And, but it hasn't been completely neglected. It's not beyond refurbishing and it's in really good shape. So it's more like you just realize that, oh, I forgot, you know, we need a seventh boat for my league of boats. And, you know, I forgot I had that one. So I'm going to go back in there. That was one of my favorite boats. Let me see if we can get it up and running again. That's the energy Mm. that I want you to go at this with. Does that make sense? It's wonderful. I mean, boats play a big part in my life. I, at one point in midlife, I lived on a sailboat. And uh, when you talk about, when you play the metaphor of the boat, it's like, oh yeah. So the business, this is actually the boat to, uh, you know, start getting out again and get offshore. I've been on shore. I've been, uh, you know, hibernating inside of my uh, creative process. And so, no, it's really good. Really good. Good. The guides are very wise, <laughs> wiser than their voice, uh, which is okay. That's as it should be. The last thing that they want me to emphasize as well, that boat is part of a fleet and some of the boats are already out there. They're already out there. They're doing their own thing. You know, you don't need to worry about those. And again, if you were a shipping magnet, I don't know if this is true, and maybe you were in another body, I'm getting the sense you might have been, you would understand that, you know, it's the balance of the business that counts. And sometimes when one thing is in development or one, you know, these boats are, they're en route. I can't stop them. I can't, you know, do anything. So I'm going to focus on the one that I can work on now, right? Mm. But the balance of the business is distributed across a lot of different things. You're focusing your energy and attention here, not because it's your lifeboat and your only way to get to shore, Mm. Mm. because this is just where you're focusing right now. That takes a lot of pressure off. Yeah. That's really great. (laughs) <laughs> and I see a lot of boats out there. They're doing their own thing. I imagine back in the day, if they were in the middle of the Atlantic or the middle of the Pacific or wherever they were, like, you know, they're just doing their thing. And most of them are going to get there just fine and you're going to get the payoff. But right now you're focusing on the boat that's going to, you know, go from France to uh, England that, you know, is an easy, easy buck. This is the one in the shipyard right now. Is in the shipyard right now, but you're taking it right. to a much easier destination to balance off the riskier ones that, and they're not even really riskier. They're just out there right now doing their thing. And you can't really speculate on any immediate reward from them at the moment, but they're there. They're part of your fleet. Mm. All right. They're part of your abundance and they will probably deliver. All right. But there's nothing to do with those now (laughs) because they're like in the middle of the ocean, you know, they're doing their thing. It's wonderful. It's a great context to hold it all. Beautiful. All right. As we start to wrap up, my friend, is there anything else that you would like guidance on or that we didn't cover or that would complete the story? Hmm. Yeah, this is a totally unrelated question, though, if that's all right. It's not unrelated completely. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Something else is coming through. So let's see if that's what you're asking me. Well, the thing that occurred 20 years ago that was at the birth of the book is related to someone in my life. And so I'm just wondering what the energy of that person in my life portends for the future. You know, what does that relationship evolve into? Interesting. Um, I'm assuming that's not your current wife. No. Yeah. Good, 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 good. I would not ever expect forgiveness from that person if that is what this conversation is about. That person has limited awareness, but also that person was here to be a catalyst in your life. They were here to be a catalyst in your life. And sometimes we we choose to dance with people 
in unsatisfying ways because that is the impetus that our soul needs to partake in a certain, you know, leg of our journey. And I think that that's sort of the agreement, the soul agreement that you have with that person. Okay. But the, the lesson to be learned here is how to honor and value yourself. Okay. There's a lot of anger there. I see still, you know, so I would express the anger, not necessarily to them, but, you know, let it out, let it be. And then again, remind yourself of, you know, you're a good boy. <laughs> you're you're a good person. You're a good boy. And um, nobody else can tell you that you're not, even if they tell you that you're not like, it's only you agree to that story. Okay. And this goes beyond that 20 year ago incident. This goes back, you know, to your childhood, yeah, but um, that's a conversation for another day or not. Yeah. And that's what they guys really want to close with. They really want you to, like we said before, honor, value, love, care for yourself, give yourself the love and attention and support and cheerleaderness that you deserve and desire. Okay. And really make this period of time the time where you honor yourself. And, you know, we often have this skew. And I've talked about this before on the show. And I will probably talk about it again. But society sort of our conditioning kind of tells us, like, you know, we have to, you know, keep an eye on the negative. We have to believe the negative. The negative is the truth of who we are, of what's really happening. Don't go too lala. Don't go too happy. Don't go because then you're, you know, you're going to like lose touch with reality and like wind up, you know, your boat's going to be stuck on the rocks. Again, we want to be present for sure. Presence is important. And I think you got that. And we want to be aware of like what's, you know, what we're really feeling and what's really going on. And, you know, of course, if it's a real stormy day, you know, you don't want to drive the car or the boat at, you know, a million knots an hour. I don't even know if that's a good analogy, but you want to be present. But a lot of what you've been told over your life up until now that it has to be hard, that, you know, you have to work hard, that you have to earn, you know, your kudos, that you have to defend yourself, that you're not good enough. These are things that you are so close to really working through and working past. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. And as you continue on this journey and allow the people in your life that truly see you, love you, support you as you are, and love yourself too into being that for yourself, that's what's going to change everything. And you've had it before. You've had it in dribs and drabs. You know, like all of your success flows from those moments when you're in that space. But you're going to be in that space, I think, even more. Mm. Yes, very hopeful last messages. I appreciate it. Yeah. And hopeful means whether you accept this mission is whether you allow yourself to be hopeful. And in those moments when you feel like it's not safe to be hopeful and I got to be serious and I got to be pessimistic, those are the moments I want you to look at your past successes and all the things that you've created, your past and your present successes, your loving wife, your past business. Like that's where I want you to divert your attention to all of the ways in which you have been incredibly successful, empowering, inspirational, creative in this life. Okay. Yeah. They might be big, they might be small, uh, but wherever we can find that, you know, we regain our traction. Mm, wonderful. All right. Perfect. I'm going to thank you so much for giving us your time today. And well, thank you. It's a beautiful gift that you share. Oh, thank you. Very appreciative. Likewise. And thank you so much again for sharing your vulnerability and your story with listeners. Cause I know a lot of people are going to feel themselves in here too. And um, maybe some of our male listeners will know now too, that, you know, I'm not an exclusively female counselor and coach. 
So anyway, thank you again, Daryl. This has been awesome. Thank you everybody for tuning in and letting me do this thing that I love to do. And uh, if you are interested yourself in getting intuitive reading, not on the show, but for a small fee in my office in California or online, you can find information about that on my website, victoriashawintuitive.com. And if you want to get another sneak peek of how this all goes, join us over on the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group because we do a lot of fun and free readings there as well. So anyway, thanks everyone for tuning in. Have a wonderful day and namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.